Welcome everyone to the MSUM Dragons podcast. This is John Webby Webking. I'm joined here by our newly Hall of Fame announced coach, Kopitz. Uh, Christy Kopitz is here with us today, and uh, this is a, a pretty big honor. What does it feel like to be uh, a Hall of Famer? Um, when I was a student athlete, I went to the Hall of Fame dinner, and uh, I think I spoke as an athlete and what UMC meant to me at the time, and I sort of, you know, hoped that at some point I would be um, in the inductee's shoes, and so it's, it's pretty surreal that uh, it actually you know, has happened and um, I'm just really honored and, uh, you know, a lot of people helped get me there and so that's important too. It wasn't just like me that did it. It was a lot of support that I had and my teammates and my coach and just UMC athletics in general. So I'm just really grateful for the whole experience that I had and that allowed me to be able to have that type of success as a player. Soccer is a game that has woven itself through your life, as, as any athlete can probably relate to, um, sports has a giant impact on their life and who they are. Um, how has soccer molded you into the kind of person that you are today? I mean, I've basically made my career out of the sport that I love. Uh, so how lucky am I that right. that's been something I've been able to do? I mean, I've seen, you know, so many of the states through soccer have met amazing people through soccer. I mean, I wouldn't be the person that I am without the sport in general and all the experiences that I've, that I've had. Um, you know, it's taught me a lot just as a student athlete and then now as a coach. And um, I mean, it's a great sport and I still have the same passion I have had for it when I started that I do now. And I'm just you know, it's so awesome. I've been able to do what I've done with something I love so much. Something that happens with athletes sometimes, um, and I'm literally talking about some of this stuff in our sports class, is about how sports, as the stakes get higher, as you progress from level to level to level to level, it gets harder. It gets gets more stressful and more intense. Um, and here you are, and you've seen a lot of different levels of soccer um, in your playing and coaching experience. How do you keep soccer fun throughout the entire process um, when you think about all the, the seriousness of playing at Division two, Division one, college level kind of sports? Um, I think I feel the most, uh, you know, stress and pressure as a head coach just because I've I've been the one that's been building this. So the players that I recruit, um, how the team you know performs everything is all you know something that I've in essence created myself here and so I definitely feel um, you know that stress sometimes to to perform at a high level but then it always comes back to like like why did I first start playing soccer in the beginning which is because it was fun mm -hmm. um, and competing is fun and I think that's what the athletes um, you know, they sometimes forget that like a hard competitive practice, sometimes those are the best practices. But I'm a firm believer as a coach in reminding the athletes why soccer is fun. So sometimes we do do, you know, the fun games like power finesse or shoot it becomes keeper that you did when you were a 10 year old because it takes you back to that memory and it makes you fall in love with the sport again a little bit. And 
yes, it's serious, but it's also something that you should be enjoying. And I think that we have to remember that as coaches, um, that it can't just be all business 100% of the time. So I, I think that then they forget like the love of the game sometimes. Are there any moments from your career playing or coaching that kind of stand out as defining moments of your career? Um, when I was an all region player, which I was, it was a junior, um, and I had spent the whole summer training, probably the hardest that I ever trained in my life, uh, you know, physically to be really good. And the team that year happened to not, you know, do super well, but I had prepared myself the best that I ever had. And then it was reflected in like the type of performances I was able to have. So I think that really, um, just kind of reiterated like the preparation and how that really truly does impact like your ability to perform well um, in terms of like coaching career you know when we won the Summit League for NDSU soccer and went to NCAA tournament that was kind of a defining moment because when I look back at that season sometimes there's this illusion that that season was like a perfect season because we won the Summit League we went to NCAA tournament and you would think like that was all sunshine and roses but truthfully like we had up and downs in that season and I think it was a culmination of all of those things probably a little bit of luck that we ended up with the season that we had and so I think that's been a good reminder and it continues to remind me that it's not necessarily like about having a perfect season it's about how you react to the moments that you have good or bad and being a cohesive unit and having a good strong team chemistry I think that's what makes you successful and I do think you need just a little bit of luck sometimes you need some good bounces you know in your favor as well if you could go back to that uh, young soccer player that you were and give her any advice about what she's getting herself into what would it be? Uh, I would have, um, you know, spent more time with the ball. Uh, I was more, I was relatively gifted athletically. I was pretty decent, decent pace wise. And I had really good work rate and, um, you know, super determined player, but I wasn't the cleanest technical player. And I think I probably could have scored more goals. Um, and I could have been a better passer and, um, some of those technical aspects, but I didn't spend as much time you know, juggling or dribbling around cones or like that stuff outside of practice is tremendous help. You know, if you can spend even if it's 10 minutes a day or 10 minutes, three days a week, when you're a young person working on that, it will help your touch immensely. Uh, how do you, what are, what are some key things that you work on in their, your team culture and with this team um, to get off to a, a, even a start like this? You know, you're the, the best start we've had in a little while. I try to really tell the incoming players that don't let your freshman year happen to you. Like, you should have an idea of the type of year that you want to have before you even get there, and the things that you do before you get here should reflect the type of experience you want to have. Because I think too often the freshmen are in this mentality of like, I'm a freshman, it's my freshman year, I'm just gonna like be along for the ride. But I feel like this specific group of players that are coming in feel really hungry and they're pushing and I feel like they actually listened to that advice and they thought about what they wanted before they came in. Um, so I love that. Um, I think for me it always comes down to work rate. I can make any player a better player if they're willing to work hard, whether that's doing individual film, doing individual sessions, um, 
asking questions in practice, uh, you know, like it always comes down to the work rate and the heart that the team shows on the field. And I just, this team is a really special group and they just feel very cohesive and that's been reflected in our results. Life in sports is I think all we know, it's not all awesome. It's not all amazing. What are some of the the bigger challenges uh, that you've had to go through in your in your career that kind of helped define uh, your perspective now? You know, I played at Crookston and we ha didn't historically, you know, win all that many games, um, but you still have to be able to find the enjoyment um, in like a hard fought loss. And I had some of those here too, uh, as a dragon in my first three years where we fought really hard well enough to win, but we weren't on the winning side of things. And so I think as a coach, you really have to make sure that you can communicate to your players that that hard fought loss, there's some winning things in that loss, even though it might be challenging to see that. Um, and so it's, it's just so refreshing now, especially for the players that have been here a little bit longer to actually be on that winning side of things. But, um, I think that's the biggest thing is just like taking something from the losses because there is value in those as well. And that I think has helped us get to where we are, you know, inadvertently at this moment. One of the things that I've seen you do with Dragon Soccer and with the team, you know, has been developing some of the, the youth camps and developing some of the free clinics that you guys have done and um, building some of those opportunities to connect youth to soccer in our area. How important is that uh, for you and, and your program? I mean, soccer isn't like the most popular sport in uh, America. It's really popular in other countries, but I hope that it will continue to grow here. So just exposure for younger people to college level athletes that they can look up to and want to be like is, is very important. It's also nice for the players to understand that they are role models for young players and, and to make sure that they're modeling that type of behavior. I'm also super proud of the fact that we have some local players on our team and I've been in and around the area before and soccer and high school players here haven't necessarily had the level that it's taken to play at Division Two. So it's so awesome to me that I have that now. And you know, I have Jensen, JC, um, Jalen, Tiana, Callen, they're doing really well and they're playing and getting significant minutes. So literally a high school, North Dakota high school player or Minnesota Moorhead high school player can look and say like, look at what I can achieve if I want to do this. Like this is a dream I can have. And I think that's great just because it's been a little underrepresented in our local community prior. And now it's, you know, they're doing so well. And I just think that that's great. We talked about a lot of wonderful things with the program right now, winning, camps, culture. I had the chance to talk to Kara Zastro uh, last mm -hmm. week in, a little bit and talk about the alumni perspective of you know seeing the program where it is now and uh, even her investing uh, her time in, in helping out with creating some jerseys. So tell me a little bit about how, why an alum would be excited about Dragon Soccer today. I mean, I hope that people look back and want to have pride in the place that they played. And um, I try really hard to connect my alumni to the program because obviously I didn't coach all of them. And so it's about trying to find those relationships to connect back to those players so that they feel always a part of it. 
Um, and obviously with the success that we've had, it's, it's really f hopefully fun for them to look back and say like, I was a part of that. I helped build that to a certain extent. And I'm really proud that, you know, the young, young dragons, you know, are, are doing so well. And, um, you know, I want to stay connected and involved with that. Um, it's a, you know, I'm really grateful. I'm still connected to UMC, you know, and so I, I hope that all of the alumni want to stay connected to, to MSUM. You mentioned at the very beginning of this podcast, there's a lot of other people that make this happen for all of us um, and a lot of people to give appreciation to. And I'd be remiss by not giving you the opportunity to to thank some of those people uh, because it, it's important. You know, I'm, every day I'm thankful for a great wife uh, and family that supported me. Um, and, and a lot of the friends and coaches in my life, you know, did a big difference for who I am today. Who are some of those people that you're going to thank on Hall of Fame night? Uh, my college coach, who actually I just picked up from the airport. Uh, we have a relationship still. He spoke at my wedding. Um, he has continued to support me like a father figure. I mean, who gets to have that type of, it's going to make me emotional, but who gets to have that type of uh, impact on somebody and still want to have that relationship so many years after the fact. So, um that's Coach Prashemanensky. And then, um, you know, one of my teammates, Amber Fry, who I, I wouldn't have got accolades if she wasn't part of the group. Um, I'm so grateful. I'm grateful to my, my mom and, yeah, you know, just for all, all the support and showing me what hard work is. Um, grateful to my brother because I wouldn't have started playing if I didn't want to be like him and watch him play. So, you know, those people are really important. My mentor, John Ross, who I worked with for many years, um, just like his continued help in my development as a coach has been uh, pretty special. Uh, my wife, who supports me all the time and maybe didn't know me when I was a player, but, um, you know, now, you know, behind the scenes is very supportive. Um, so I'm just, there's so many people to thank. I think I, I do want to take a second to thank the people that helped me here as a dragon, and, and that's, um, you know, Doug Peters, Chad Markison, um, yourself, Tom Berg, um, you know, Bo, who washes our equipment and takes a lot of pride in that. Uh, I really appreciate Kyle, um, you know, all the painting of the dragons. Um, and Charlie, who, who mows the field and Paige sucks pr such pride in that. Uh, I, that's just my favorite part. And then, um, you know, Coach Cox, who does the weight room and, you know, all my assistants and specifically Andy Scott for everything she does for the team to keep us healthy and able to compete. So there's so many people and I'm sure I miss people, but I'm grateful to all the people that make me successful, the team successful and just give back to, to Dragon Soccer. Yeah. And we're grateful for uh, your time today and joining the Dragons podcast and wish you luck for the rest of the season. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening. Go Dragons.